Everyone's talking about tractable brain problems, right? We all know that you should never do anything to yourself that hurts your brain. But what almost no one understands about intractable brain problems is the concept of epilepsy well enhancement techniques. It's not getting your brain on drugs and do whatever the doctor tells you that helps you naturally destroy your uncontrolled seizures. It's helping your brain find its triggers and working on those. And that can happen even if you can't stop feeling frustrated about brain fog and exhaustion. As long as you're also encouraging yourself and celebrating small incremental gains. You're listening to Epilepsy Hell to Epilepsy Well. This is your host, Alma Wayne Myers. I am the epileptic acupuncturist. I am the one in three intractable. Drugs fail me and doctors can't help. If you're listening, you might be like me and you're looking for answers when other people don't have any. This is how you take back your life. This is my story from seizure hell to seizure well. November is Epilepsy Awareness Month. And to be aware of epilepsy, most often you have to have it or know someone who does. Epilepsy affects 1 in 26 people within their lifetimes, which means almost 4% of everyone you know, and it might even be you, who's going to have to suffer and learn how to cope with epilepsy and seizures, drug therapies, and doctors trying to figure out what's wrong with you. And the process might be easy, and it might not. If you're like me, you're the one in three of the one in 26. That means you are drug resistant. That means doctors are going to keep trying to like find reasons why you should keep trying their drugs and the side effects and all the problems that won't let you actually heal. So I highly recommend if you do not know about epilepsy, Stay tuned and listen to this because we're going to educate you all about the ways of epilepsy kills the thrills. So, photosensitivity epilepsy only occurs in one out of 832 of us. That means not very many of us uh, are triggered by the lights, the warnings, all these things that you see on the shows, video games. You know, we get triggered by light so basically a one and a thousand chance that the you know neurologist the doctor whoever you go see has seen someone like you with all the other epileptics so you really got to understand that you know epilepsy there's a lot of types there's a lot of rarities a lot of things going on like i personally have stroke-like epilepsy After my meningitis, which really sucked, in 2015, I got sick. I was freezing. It was horrible. I was wearing a scarf. It was 100 degrees outside. Can you imagine what it's like knowing it's 100 degrees outside, but you're freezing to death? And you try talking to the doctors, and they go in and they take your temperature, and you're 93 degrees, and they don't believe that's your real temperature. And you keep telling them I'm sick, there's something wrong with me, and they can't find anything wrong. They're like, oh, you must be depressed. Here's some antidepressants. I think it's allergies. I think it's sleep apnea. I think you're crazy. 
you're an asshole. I heard all kinds of stuff in the whole process of trying to be diagnosed with epilepsy. And what I realized is I am my own best doctor. And I mean this because you are too. You know you, but you might not have the tools you need to be the best version of you. And I would really love to help you discover what it is that you need to be the best version of yourself from your epilepsy hell to epilepsy well. October 23rd was Suit Up Awareness Day, and I had planned on presenting you guys with some information, but I had a seizure myself and was unable to. So here's the information now. I've started a book, and this book is called Picking Yourself Up Off of the Floor. This is the process that I went through on October 23rd to get off of the floor after my seizure. Um, well, on another floor day, you know, it's just like any other day, except it was a floor day. And, you know, not talking about doing exercises, yoga mat, talking about floor days. You might have floor days, too. I wrote a poem I was thinking about making a song into. Sitting on the floor, staring at the door, wishing there was more than what came before. Staring in my head, filled with dread. Maybe this is the one to make me dead. Sudep is real. It's not something to feel. When your life slips away, what will they say? What a shame. Kind of lame. Wish we're such good. More like he was misunderstood. With no choices left, my voice is bereft of ways I can say please help before I can't. This mission is simple, the choice is made. Pick myself back up, off, die out and fade. So I started breathing and making a space for me to quit seizing and take back my day. I know you can too, so here's what you do. Stop letting others decide, only you can save you. I thought that was a pretty cool little concept that came up with after my seizure. And then I wrote down a lot of the other stuff that's going on, the whole process of how I did it. But I want to discuss with you some of the things in the book here. Operating systems really rule everything. So we really need to examine the way that the operating system of our life is, the way that our brain works, the activities we do, our habits, the things that have come into our life and that are preventing us from addressing the things that would make us feel better. You know, you need to accept that you are responsible for you. You know, today when my jaw's tense and my mouth guards in and I'm trying to relax, you know, I, I have this left-sided weakness, a little clumsiness. Sometimes it's on the right. It just depends on how my brain is for the day. And I hope you don't have to deal with this either because it is not fun. So... The internet's a new car for me to drive my information around into you. Podcasts, trying to do videos, webinars, writing this book. You know, I'm not sure what else I can do sitting at home, uh, working on trying to find new ways to get information out to you, make your day a little better. So as I'm stuck on the floor, my brain overloading, I got another argument with you know the woman I want to be with, but. You know, it's hard for people dealing with the way that my epilepsy is and my seizures. 
just use your range. So, you know, some days are a lot better than others. So, so I'm laying on the floor. And many of you are like this too, just feeling so scared, just so tired. You know, I don't know what the next seizure is going to mean. Sometimes if it's any really hard, it gets really, really scary. Um, it takes a little while to come back from some of these. It's like, how long is it going to take? You never know. Sometimes, you know, it's just a couple minutes. Sometimes it's a couple hours, a couple days, a couple weeks. Fortunately, it hasn't been a couple months in a while because those are pretty horrible. Um, you know, I often feel that, you know, everything in my life's already broken and I don't want to make it worse. It's just, you know, when I'm stuck and freaking out and doing things, like, I just feel like I'm breaking everything in my life and ruining everything. And I'm sure you guys can relate. It gets really, really hard trying to communicate with people that are so hell-bent on trying to convince you that they can control your seizure by telling you what you can and can't do. Um, have this cute little picture in here in this book. It's uh, Mario with the princess at the end of Mario level, Super Mario. And the princess is saying, look, the world we live in is a horrible hell of endless suffering where we're desperately fight for a false sense of happiness, which subtly covers our fears for loneliness and imminent death and perpetually prolongs the illusion that life is a gift. Existence is futile. Everything is in vain. You can't save me. This is how epilepsy health feels. And this is kind of what you got to tell to the doctors, your families, your friends. You got to be like, hey, look, I'm sorry. I love you. But I got to take care of me. So as you're laying on the floor trying to figure out what to do, I highly recommend you start off with this series. First thing you do is child's pose, which is a yoga pose. It's really nice and simple. Basically, you're laying on the floor, on your knees, you're stretching out your back, your neck, your spine, the whole way. This relieves a lot of the pressure after a seizure and it feels like you've been hit by a truck. And, you know, it gets all the tension out of your body, all that electricity that's just running through your body, that lightning bolt that just took the moment away for whatever reason. It's hard to tell sometimes, but once you get a hang of it, you get a hang of it. But there's nothing like that lightning bolt, is there? So, in this position, again, stretch out your spine, your low back, your neck, it feels great. So, this also helps you work on your breathing, so you're able to breathe a little easier, you're comfortable. It's just kind of like being in the mother's womb, it's so nice. So, after this position, the best thing to do is put your hands up over your head, along the floor, and get your chest opened up and stretch, and work on your breathing. And continue breathing. Get your belly breathing. Try to breathe deep and slow and calm yourself. And get out of that little panic state, that anger, the fear, the like freak out. Like you just need to breathe. And you'll be fine. Just breathe. Open your chest. It makes it a whole lot easier to breathe this way. So after a few breaths, when you're feeling a little better, you're going to want to lift your head up. You can keep your hands on the ground, but lift your head up, stretch your throat out. This gets the muscles in the front of your neck and your chest. And this helps open your chest up again, or your throat, as well as your chest. And it makes it easy, easier to breathe. You really, really, again, in the whole process of all this, it's just tight. It's hard to breathe. Your muscles are all a little cramped up still. So just work on this. Feel free to move your jaw around, work your neck around as you're... Rotate your neck into circles. 
And then after you feel a little loose in your jaw, your neck, move into what we call cat-cow, which is basically on your hands and knees. And you're taking a deep breath, one as you're bringing your stomach down to the ground, and another as you're bringing your back curled like a cat up into the air. And just alternate your breaths, or even do double breaths or triple breaths in whatever position you're holding. It feels really good to relax and move between the two. And again, this helps stretch out your vagus nerve and the very front of your body, or your, it's your abdomen. Uh, it has a connection from your head. It's the longest nerve in your body. It's called the wanderer. It goes everywhere. So uh, it's really important with fight or flight. It's really important with after seizures to feel better, to reduce your follow-up seizures, reduce your triggers, your auras, those focal seizures that come just from the state of being stressed and panicked in the body needing some time to heal. So once you work on these a few times, I really like to get up into a half standing position that we call monkey. For the most part, you're not standing up all the way, you're bent over. Your hands, I like them above my knees and I try to straighten my back. And this helps me to stretch out my low back and my legs. Uh, you really need the back of your legs to stretch out after having a seizure. It really, really helps. You can feel just the way the fascia and everything from the muscles releases along your whole body. You can feel it up into your head. It feels great, but I don't recommend standing up yet if you can make it into this position. If you can't make it into this position, or when you're done, what you're supposed to do is you sit back on your butt and sit up. In a sitting position, you can sit with your legs crossed, half lotus, full lotus. I prefer full lotus. Um, but honestly, just sit down on the ground for a little while, sit tall, and do some breathing. So in the process of doing your breathing, I'm going to want you to start working on trying to do belly breathing. I want your breath to be focused on your stomach. So this is going to help reduce, again, the vagus nerve, your fight or flight, limbic system it's great for you you're gonna love it put your hands on your stomach if you don't know how to do this breathe in and your stomach comes out breathe out and your stomach comes in so you know you're doing it right as you feel your stomach moving so do as much smooth and slow as you can but don't hold your breath and pass out and give yourself another seizure just make sure you're doing a nice smooth breath you need to speed it up a little because you're out of breath feel free to work on making it slower over time. It's great. Um, next thing you do after you get your breath calmed down a little bit, do you want to get your brain calmed down a little bit? And I highly recommend something called Kegel exercises. If you've never heard of Kegel exercises, Kegel exercises is how you strengthen your pelvic floor. Uh, this is really great for the prostate for men and for women. You know, it's, uh, it's really great for your uterus and for your cervix and for your lady parts down there. I don't have lady parts, but I do appreciate it when you all work on your Kegel exercises. Uh, I work on mine. All men should work on theirs. It's seriously, you guys would all have a much better time in sex if you guys do this. That's just a side note. But the other side is you guys get really horny when we uh, have seizures. It's normal. It's okay. But, you know, just make sure you're not overdoing it and giving yourself some more seizures with sex. So, Kegel exercises are great. They help increase your libido, but we talk about using this energy to transform your life with, because this is the life force energy. Not just creating life, but creating your own life. So you can harness this energy and focus it so that your brain is actually able to relax 
you're able to enjoy your life again and find passion. But it takes time. You got to work on this. Kegel exercises are really the key. And the whole process, when you're doing your breath, breathe in, tighten these muscles. This is basically when you're trying to pee, when you're trying to poop. Those are the muscles you want to tighten, or like you're trying to stop peeing and pooping. Because uh, when you're in fight or flight, those are the ones that relax so that you can dump all your toxins and either fight or run away and you're lighter on your feet. So really what you're trying to do is get yourself out of that mode and get your fight or flight relaxed. In the process of contracting these muscles, you can actually feel it in the top of your head about the third ventricle. So the pathway follows all the way down your blood flow with the nerve along the back spine so you're able to feel these pathways and energy plexuses along your body uh, best thing to do I'm telling you work on these kegel exercises I did kegel exercises for I don't know, a year two years before I ever started working on any of my other chakras of meditation because it was too hard I was doing circles in the other room I'd sit down to meditate and I'd end up just walking circles I didn't know what I was doing I'm like walking circles walking circles I'm like whoa what's going on why am I walking circles or I would just totally be blacked out on the floor so the way I got around that was seriously working on kegel exercises and it's not a technique that a whole lot of people understand uh, we work on it in our meditation group but they don't talk about it that way they don't explain the science behind it as much as like hey, this is the energetics behind it. So I want to give you a little bit of both because I like to translate languages. If you guys don't realize, your doctors are talking to you in Latin and Greek, which makes it a whole lot harder for you to talk to because you probably speak English or maybe your English is a second language and it's even harder to communicate with some of these doctors. Um, i telling you, communication is really key when you're trying to deal with people. Make sure you're writing your notes down. Other people are taking notes for you. Um, just a rough time. So make sure you're taking care of yourself because that is the most important thing to do. So once I'm done with these, you know, I always have my headphones on my head. I personally think uh, if you've got noise sensitivity, it's the best thing you can do is never take them off. Just think about them as your emergency helmet. That's basically what it is for me as an emergency helmet. I have noise sensitivity triggers. And it really sucks when those uh, beep, beep, beep noises going on. We call it Terrible Trash Tuesdays, which is like today. It's my joke. I started with some friends and Marco Polo from my high school. Um, seriously love the ability to communicate with people and you know, having friends that you know, you've known forever that have just turned out to be awesome human beings and doing great things with their life. So I like music. Music is great. And um, my first song that came on that I was paying attention to, I started trying to sing, and I'm all like caught up in the throat, and I can't really sing, can't barely talk. It's just really hard. It's, you know, it's just the throat, the voice, the words aren't really working very well for me after my my seizures for a little bit. Uh, it really helps to try to talk, but singing is seriously one of the better things because trying to talk your way out of a seizure upsets most of the people in my life. And it will probably upset most of the people in your life, too. So, oh, man, you know, the first song that came on, I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was fucking serendipitous. Excuse my language, man. Another day in this carnival of souls. Another night ends as quickly as it goes. The memories are shadows, ink on the page. 
and I can't seem to find my way home. It's almost like your heaven's trying everything. Your heaven's trying everything to keep me out. All the places I've been and the things I've seen. A million stories that made up a million shattered dreams. The faces of people I'll never see again. And I can't seem to find my way home. Cause it's almost like your heavens trying everything to break me down. Cause it's almost like your heavens trying everything to keep me out. Cause it's almost like your heavens trying everything to break me down. It's almost like your heavens trying everything. Your heavens trying everything to break me down, to break me down. To break me down. Your heavens trying everything. Your heavens trying everything to break me down. Now you can see how that relates to having a seizure, because you know, trying to get out of that epilepsy hell and the structures that people are like, this is my version of heaven for you, is a whole nother hell that keeps you out of the heaven you're trying to get to. That was by Five Finger Death Punch, if you didn't know. And the next song I, I enjoyed was Vermilion Part 2 by Slipknot. And this one was a lot easier to sing for me. We had the, she seems dressed in all of me, stretched across my shame. All the torments and the pain leaked through and covered me. I'd do anything to have her to myself, just to have her for myself. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do when she makes me sad. She's everything to me. The unrequited dream. A song that no one sings. That unattainable. She's a myth that I have to believe in. All I need to make it real is one more reason. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do when she makes me sad. But I won't let this build up inside of me. But I won't let this build up inside of me. But I won't let this build up inside of me. But I won't let this build up inside of me. A catch in my throat. Choke. Torn into pieces. I won't. No. I don't want to be this. But I don't want to let this build up inside of me. I won't let this build up inside of me. I won't let this build up inside of me. Won't let this build up inside of me. I won't let this build up inside of me. Won't let this build up inside of me. I won't let this build up inside of me. Won't let this build up inside of me. Won't let this build up inside of me. She isn't real. Won't let this build up inside of me. I can't make her real. Won't let this build up inside of me. She isn't real. Won't let this build up inside of me. I can't make her real. Won't let this build up inside of me. Won't let this build up inside of me. It was really fun to kind of sing through by the end of that. 
finding my voice, being able to be a little more without trying, work my way through. And the next song came on, which was really fun because I love things changing up. So I went from these a little more aggressive, kind of try to why work through. It's just I gotta deal with it. Seizures, you don't want to let it build up. You just want to deal with it before it's too bad. And you know the figment that you can deal with anything is not real. She's not real. Let the lies, the false beliefs, the things in your life go. Find out what is real and what is not. So, this song here is called "Meet Me at No Special Place" by Duke Robillard. He's awesome. Little jazz bluesy deal. Says, "Baby, we can't have get along. I'm never right. You're never wrong." So meet me at no special place, and I'll be there at no particular time. Baby, I don't make sense mixing love with arguments. So meet me at no special place, and I'll be there at no particular time. I'm all fed up with stormy weather. I'm gonna wear it's June. Here's hoping I'll see you never, 'cause if I do. It will be too soon. I'm all fed up on your advice. Mmm, missing you is gonna be paradise. So meet me at no special place, and I'll be there at no particular time. You better bring along your glasses in case I'm hard to find. You'll wish you could see before you. As well as you can see behind, I'm all fed up on your advice. Missing you is gonna be paradise. So meet me at no special place, and I'll be there at no particular time. You can see why I would totally enjoyed having that kick in as a song to make me feel a little better and end my epilepsy hell. Just. Laughing, laughing, laughing. Because seriously, that's how it is when you're dealing with epilepsy. I'll see you at no particular place and no particular, no particular time. You got no idea when you're gonna meet again, and when you do, it's not something that you're gonna be happy about. But seriously, having uncontrolled seizures out of your life is possible. It's possible to live with epilepsy. It's possible to do things without drugs, without doctors, and to save your brain if you just have the right tools that you need. So I、uh, I hope this has helped you. The next time you're trying to pick yourself up off of the floor, think about the Myers Good method. This is how you do uncontrolled seizures: pick yourself up, brush yourself off, and say you hit like a bitch, and come back for more. Because the only way that you're ever gonna survive in this world is if you learn how to fight like a warrior, and you're already fighting yourself. So how about you stop fighting yourself and make the good fight and fight the world instead? Bring happiness, bring joy. When your fight is over, you want to remember that you did your best. You helped the rest, and it was all not in vain. There are options. There are choices. Please make sure you check with your doctor. There's possibility that you can be helped with drugs and surgeries. 
please take that option and find out. But if it does not work for you, please, please, please make sure you tell the doctors, I have had enough and come talk to me and I will help you find the answers that you don't have. I'm not perfect. I don't know everything. I'm an idiot and a screw up just like everyone else. But I just keep getting back up. I'm relentless and it doesn't matter how many times life kicks me down, I get back up and I just say you hit like a bitch. And it doesn't matter how hard it hurts because bitches hurt. I hope to talk to you soon. Love you all. Be well. And remember, take care of yourself because no one else will. So now that you know that there's a solution for your epilepsy hell and your uncontrolled seizures, I'm ready to work with you. The process isn't perfect yet, but I want to send you this book and I'm going to be doing webinars and videos on teaching the whole process of how to pick yourself up off of the floor and live with the intractable brain. So go ahead, go to the website, myersgood.biz and drop in your email so I know where to send this book. And as I'm doing each chapter and each part, I'll send you a free copy of this so you can join me in the journey and you too can get the information as fast as you can. And it took me years of struggling to figure out so you can learn in minutes or hours what it took me decades. I'm telling you, you can benefit from the experiences of other people and you don't have to go through it alone. You're not alone. We're with you. We're on your side. Make sure you're taking care of yourself and fighting for yourself. Ableism kills. Advocate for yourself.